hot. I think we're good. I think we're live. Are we live? Freddie, there's 17 people in here to help us do this. I feel like I am getting yelled at by everybody, and I have been here for four minutes. Well, I thought you were four minutes late. What time is it? We're two minutes late because of you. No, 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 no. We're two minutes late because 12 people out of office right there can't agree with themselves about where, something. Where have you been today? Uh, today, I had to take my drug test today. Did you, so did you piss excellent? I, yeah, I was actually really surprised that my, I've just been on a three-day bender in Key West for my sister's wedding, and I was expecting like a, a deeper orange color to be presented in my sample, but it was actually a normal, normal color yeah. uh, sample. You ever today. get stage fright when they throw the random on you? Like, oh my uh, God, I got one hour to pee. No, the only time that's happened to me, the worst time ever is like, because as you know, for for certain, last year I think you got it about thirty-seven times. I got it three weeks in a row. It's like <laughs> they thought I was up to something. Um, but the worst is usually because they'll call you like when the garage opens. Normally is when the when the call comes out, and it's usually right after you woke up and you have gone to the bathroom for the morning. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you got you got an hour to be here, and I'm like, well, I just went to the bathroom. I don't know that I can. That's the, do that again. That's the thing that Kip, who calls us if it's Cup, You're Jason Brownlow, if it's Xfinity, they don't get it, man. Like spotters aren't on crew guy hours. Yeah, yeah that's like they'd be like, you got to come pee by eight. I'm like eight. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna roll eight, the track eight, at noon, like, like eight tonight. <laughs> I can make it by eight tonight. Um, but off season, man, you uh, you raced up until pretty much Christmas. You've been on vacation ever since. Yes, basically. You, 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 what's your tanning secrets? Because I don't see no big tan going on. <laughs> uh, just stay in the room and hang out, be hung over. That's my my uh, secret. <laughs> That's, how you, that's the secret of my success in QS this weekend. That's how you avoid the sunburn. Yeah, that's how you – no sunscreen needed if you're dying in bed. So. Yeah, meanwhile, I would sunburn in the room. Yeah. You get you got the TV on. You're yeah, catching you go, some I'm rays. Catching, I'm catching, yeah. I'm, I'm what catching have you been rain. up to? Man, I've been uh, laying low, man, uh, chilling. But I, I decided yesterday – what's today, Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I decided Monday I was going to try to get back in the grind. So – been uh been after it this week. I don't know that I've accomplished anything, but I've been after I, it. I did see that colleague announced uh, Chandler Smith is going to attempt to do the Daytona 500. I assume yeah. that's who you've been rumoring to spot for. I am. I'm spotting for Chandler. I've never met the guy. Uh, hopefully, we can can connect and and have some success. I've never. Uh, I've only had to help two guys get in the Daytona 500 before, so it'll be. Fun to see what happens. I love plate racing, and uh, the thing is, man, the open cars are very, very competitive this year. I mean, you got Austin Hill coming in, basically an RCR car. You obviously got Jimmy Johnson coming. I don't know if he's any good at drafting or not, though. I don't think it's going to matter for him to draft. I think he'll be in on Wednesday night. A solid <laughs> chance he's on the front row. If that happens, I don't even we've, know what we wager. We've seen this before somewhere, uh, I believe. Uh, Danica Patrick. Austin Dillon. Yeah, we could keep going. Uh, but no, man, there's some legit open cars in that race. I think um, there's, there, I mean, there's legit five good cars and four. You know, one's going home. One's going home. Well, Zane you know, Smith's coming, right? Yeah, rumored. I heard. I haven't seen that like confirmed, confirmed, but I heard he was running. You got Zane. You got Austin Hill. You got Pastrana. Uh, Pastrana in the twenty three eleven car. Yeah. Chandler. Jimmy Johnson, Chandler yeah. Smith. I mean, there's good cars that are going to be there. So, and then that's on top of there's other guys too. You know, they're not going to have the raw speed probably to time in, but there's going to be open cars potentially like if that money team shows up or the i just got really loud uh <laughs> listen man I, I saw one year i saw i think it was kyle bush go back and get parker klingerman and he pushed parker klingerman by ryan truex yeah and put dump ryan truex out of the race and, so in those scenarios man you never know what could happen yeah and then you look at you know 
that's all it's going to come down to. On th- you know, there's going to be two guys that lock in on speed on Wednesday night, but on Thursday, there's going to be there. It's going to be who's in your race. You know, there's I, I was talking about this the other day. There's there's only six Toyotas in the field, and if if somehow or another all five of them end up in the other duel from Travis. He's a man on an island that's probably not going to be able to get in the race, you know, if he if he needs to race in. So, but I've seen it, him jump out of an airplane without a parachute. <laughs> yeah, he don't really care. I don't think he's going to be he's, too scared. He's just, yeah. just not going to have any friends, but it don't matter to him. Brett, do you miss the uh, group qualifying days? Fuck oh. no. I hated group qualifying. That was the dumbest shit we've ever done. Um, <laughs> I mean, you would watch some guys go out there and tear up cars. I mean, I was a part of a deal with Clint Boyer and, and Elliot Sadler where we got wrecked by uh, – what's the guy one day, Tony 500 one time? Uh, in a pure later car, Derek Cope. Derek Cope. Um, like it was, it was literally everybody sit on into pit road until 45 seconds to go. Half the people can't time in. Like when you're dependent upon other people to qualify, that is, it's the, not. It look, my blood pressure just well, the went plate, up. Today. The plate qualifying. I mean, you remember the plate qualifying was even worse because we wouldn't even sit on pit road. We would all go out on the racetrack and run in like little packs of four and five. And run half throttle, three quarter throttle, and just try to time it out right where where your pack was going to pull off another pack. So then the other pack that knew you were going to try and pull off of them would get to the start finish line and scatter and stop. And now you're trying to find a hole through the middle of it. It was the most dangerous thing I think we've ever done was group qualifying at super speedways. Yeah, I agree with that, man. What do you think about Jimmy Johnson getting the test out there in Phoenix? What's your what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I, I there's some kind of provision for that, right? I assume it's like a it's essentially like a but there's the I don't understand I don't understand how it said elite talent why, in another series. Why is that what it's he's said? elite talent in this series? Yeah, like I don't understand. It's almost like you're letting him a rookie test because he doesn't have experience in the car. But like, shouldn't then shouldn't Noah be allowed to go out there or Chandler uh, Smith, Chandler Smith or Travis Pastrana? Travis Pastrana, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like he would have been just fine, probably showing up to Daytona, yeah, and holding her wide open. But whatever, they kind of make him up as they go, as we've seen numerous, <laughs> numerous times. What are the thoughts on no practice before qualifying in the duels? Yeah, it was a waste of time anyway. So I mean, it was probably good for the teams. They would make minor changes to see if they can get a couple hundreds out of the car um but yeah i mean you if just, you don't qualify on the front row does it really matter no and we see the same guys always qualify in the front row so i mean <laughs> the, the hendrick cars are typically very very good in qualifying back in the day the robert yates racing cars will be very very good i mean i remember going down there to test and i actually didn't spot i was just down there hanging out and todd parrott would make elliot roll out of the throttle going down the back stretch so that nobody knew how fast we were going to really be when we came back right so now qualifying uh Honestly, qualifying at most of these places doesn't require practice anymore. There's so much technology and engineering, the sim, and these guys are pretty dang good at what they do. Yeah. So we've got – we had some big Dirty Mo media news last week. Uh, Freddie's favorite driver and favorite person, I think, on earth, uh, Denny Hamlin, is starting a podcast. Yeah, I've seen that. Think it'll be any good? Uh, well, you know, I, I have my thoughts about – I think the podcast will be amazing. Now – the timing of when he's going to record this podcast, I feel like, is interesting. Like one of these things, like I'm not going to believe it till I see it. Like the first one right off the jump, he's going to have to record like in the middle of the night sometime, isn't he? Like if he's going to do this on Sunday night. I figure when he's ready to record, we'll just leave Big Al's and go wherever he's at his house. <laughs> but he's doing the studio, right, Jason? He's got his own studio, yeah. Oh, okay. We'll go to wherever his studio is and uh, we'll drink beer and watch him record. That'll be fun. We'll heckle him. Yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome, though, man. I think um, when you look at 
Dirty Mo Media as a whole, as it pertains to the NASCAR podcast, I won't speak to the IndyCar stuff. Um, you've got a retired driver with a ton of experience, obviously a Hall of Fame guy. You have three industry insiders plus Casey. I don't know what we really qualify her as. Marketing um, professional. Marketing professional, yes. So we have you know insiders literally inside the sport that are able to tell you guys stories. And now you've got a current driver who is not only a driver, he's an owner. Like if I look at him, he's a modern-day Dale Earnhardt because he's driving for one team and yet he owns another. And that team is building its way into – being a successful team. They're only two years old at the end of last year. Both cars were in the playoffs. Obviously, Kurt got hurt, couldn't couldn't make his appearance there. But the things that they've been able to do in such a short amount of time reminds me of the way DEI came to be. So I, I almost feel like it's it's fans should have to pay for this shit, Jason. Are we giving this away still? It needs to be like a pay-per-view thing. <laughs> Is he as he's done one like Yeah, they did uh, two pilots, pilots. yep. Um, like the thing that I think is going to be good for that show, uh, a lot of people don't know Jared Allen, uh, not the football the player. The football player? I partied with him <laughs> in Vegas one time. He's he like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is not 6'6". Six, six. He he's played for the Vikings, isn't he? He's maybe 140 yeah. pounds. I don't think he's 240. Uh, but Jared is a, is a really good person to play off of Denny because I, Jared has been around, obviously. He's been like one of Denny's social guys for a long time. Um, I shouldn't say a long time. A couple years, I think. Three, four years maybe. Um, but he... he doesn't know everything. So when Denny starts getting too technical, Jared can kind of go, wait a minute, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Or, or you know, just hold Denny accountable to, to for the layman understanding. So, so Denny on. has his own modern-day Mike Davis. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Almost. Mike Davis Jr. <laughs> junior, Jr. Jared we're, Allen. We've already named this guy. Jared Davis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's – the name is perfect. The name was – Absolutely perfect. Before what's the, what's be- the name again? Actions detrimental. <laughs> Actions detrimental to what? <laughs> to Denny? To Denny. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason. This was before anybody in this room was here, but I feel like I'm on the original. That probably is the original couch. I'm, I'm sitting on the couch. I feel fat as hell. Like At least when we sit up at the table in them high-top chairs, I don't feel That's so That's because you fat. don't have my seat. You should be in my seat. My seat Little. is the awesome side profile <laughs> Where it looks like I just swallowed a basketball for the entire episode. Well, you just go to the gym with Brett at 6 in the morning these days. I went I went yeah. at 6 in the morning this morning. What, did you drive by it on the way to high school? <laughs> no, no, I actually went to the gym. Oh, his name is J-I-M. He has a really cool bar. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> I always wanted to buy a bar and name it the gym. Good <laughs> I'm Good. going to the gym. Going to the gym. <laughs> you mean you weren't out running with Jamie McMurray shirtless around the lake? <laughs> if I got... If anybody saw me running shirtless, they'd call the cops because they'd figure something is definitely going There's wrong. There's scenes of that in that movie Jackass. Of me running? <laughs> that, the nastiest thing to ever happen in all those jackasses was when that guy, oh, God. and he was an overweight guy like Get me. Get ready to pull the plug on this. And, and he, he put on this freaking sweatsuit, and he somehow or another had his sweat funneled into a two-liter bottle. Uh. And then... <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but I don't like it. When he got done running, he drank his own sweat. Oh, God. Jeez. (laughs) Did you see it? No. I did not (laughs) see that. And I don't ever want to see. Oh, my God. Which one was that in? Because I'm not going to watch it. I don't remember. I watched it. They only got worse. Every one of these is like, somehow you're like, oh, this can't be any worse than the next one. The last one was all do funnies and weird jokes, and I couldn't do it. I was out on that one. But. Yeah, I'll, I'll find that episode. Too. I'm good. You can keep that oh, one. Oh boy. Oh yeah. People yeah. are asking about the Crocs, Brett. What's what's going on there? Well, I had a pair of uh, Gamecock Crocs that were like 20 years old. Gamecock Crocs. Gamecock Crocs. Don't say that three times. My family. I have on cock Crocs, and my family. 
kept making fun of me. So I was at Myrtle Beach this summer. As you all know, I love Myrtle Beach. And I walked into the Crocs store because Keely wanted new Crocs. And I saw these camo garnet and black Crocs. So I was like, they look like cock Crocs. So I got new cock Crocs. There we are. That's the story. I hope everybody likes them. my. Uh, I got to be honest. My new. I got to show you. I should have showed you a picture. My newest pair of Jordans that I got from uh, Christmas present twenty three eleven is uh, garnet and white. Dude, that's all. I got a pair for Christmas too. Dude. I've only worn them once. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm dude. saving them for something special. Uh, we'll wear if I didn't know, I didn't know I'd be full body on here today. We'll wear matching. <laughs> I did not. You didn't. Nobody told you that's why you wore your Crocs. <laughs> no, I, I would have probably. Yeah, I mean, I might not have worn anything different, but it would have been Jason. Nice job briefing me on this thing. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm not your producer anymore. I don't care. I know. Do we? Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I kind of know who it is, but does he? Has he made that announcement? I think we should let him do it. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could just give everybody a hint. The, your new producer has filled his car up with diesel before, so uh, <laughs> off to they a good should start. Be able oh, to God, we're out. inheriting a real genius. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. My It'll God. go fine. <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, when I mean, when do we go back to work? I haven't. I mean, these we're not getting been, paid for this. I mean, I mean, actually, our show, <laughs> not there, not stealing somebody else's show. We've got to go back to our show oh. eventually. February six after the clash, y'all have a nice, you know, early well, flight we got back. An early morning, <laughs> early morning start that day. You want to do nine thirty again? Let's go nine thirty. I get home <laughs> about five probably. Is it the night? It's a night. West Coast race. So what's Sunday night, right? What time does the clash start? I got it on my phone. Brett'll be Brett'll be here. He can he's he's left me high and dry on that. Oh day. yeah, I forgot about that. It won't, it'll just be you and TJ <laughs> struggling. The clash Brett'll starts like, at eight. Listen, <laughs> guess what time it starts? Eight fifteen Eastern. Is what time the clash starts? That's like <laughs> the feature. I hope not the heat races. You won't land by nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I won't even be uh-huh. home. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, eight fifteen. You figured it's going to take. Uh-huh. Two, two minimum hours. two hours, at least two hours. So that's but honestly, it if you're driving forty hours out there and forty hours back, and you're taking your whole team out there on airplanes that take five hours to fly there, you need to be on TV for at least two hours. That's a lot of money oh, yeah. to race less than two hours. Do we need to be on at night? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know who came up with that time slot, but I apologize for you guys in advance. I was, gonna, I thought you were getting ready to say it's a good time slot. And I was going, yeah, because you're not going to be there. It's a good year to be a part-time spotter. I'll <laughs> oh, yeah. tell you that. Yeah, yeah. There were literally, and it came down to a few races, and and I don't know if I should share this or not. But when I was looking at my schedule and looking at my family time, I called Chris Rice and I was like, "Look, man, I'll do." Sunday only at all the tracks other than road courses because you don't need a good spotter at the majority of road courses. Roval, different story. Sonoma, different story. But Watkins Glen, I doubt Chicago, you're going to need a good spotter for a freaking all weekend. So anyway, I, I made him this deal, and I was like, look, I'm not going to Bristol Dirt. I'm not going to road courses. I'll do all the races Sunday only other than Martinsville, Bristol, Daytona, Talladega, because there you need a good spotter all weekend. And and I understand if you don't want to take that deal. And obviously he wanted one guy there all weekend, which he got out, Jason Jarrett. I'm excited for Jason and Justin. Um, but it's things like this, man, that at my age, it, it's just it's too hard on the body. It's too hard on the family. And I'll be honest with you, Freddie, I'm not ready for the offseason to be over yet. I'm excited to get to Daytona, like I legitimately can't wait. There's a lot of fun things between now and then that we haven't announced um, that I am actually involved with, and it's coming out next week. But like I can't wait to get to Daytona. But I be honest, I loved working at the Clash last year. Me and you went out downtown. We saw some really weird shit that <laughs> I mean we can't talk about on here awesome. of all things. If I can't talk about it, you know it was weird. Um, it was it was weird. Um, it was it involved a lot of unlawful acts. 
of things being put into the body and people doing other things to other people's bodies. Um, but, like, I can't wait to watch that on TV, but I also am glad this year I'm not going back. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I'm actually ready. I think I feel I don't have a choice, so I better be ready. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just – it never feels like – and I do it to myself because I raced for so damn long after Phoenix. Uh, but it seems like we just stopped, and I'm going again. Like I'm, But my dumb ass is going to Atlantic City this weekend to go watch another race. Really an excuse to go to Atlantic City, watch Flores race. But it's, Nice and warm up there this time of year. Yeah, I heard it's – last year I – I was going to go to this race last year, but it was a blizzard. So this year I'm hoping there's no blizzard. But I think it's snowing in the Philly airport where I'm flying into today, so that'll be exciting. But, you know, I, listen, I just – it's it, – you kind of get out of your rhythm of being on the road. I mean, I looked at the schedule, and it's after this weekend, it's like thirty nine out of the next forty one weeks. I'm at a I'm at a cup track doing you know working. So uh, it kind of even though the off season is nice, it's kind of like getting back to what you know you're supposed to be doing. So I'm ready for it. I'm excited. I love short track racing, so I'm ready to go beat and bang at this Coliseum. And I give um I give Steve O'Donnell a lot of credit. I listened to listen to his podcast with um where he not his podcast uh LaJoy's podcast and he came on, and he talked about a lot of the things that NASCAR as a as a company right now has challenges about. And I'm gonna tell you something, man. He owned all the things we we got to be better at short tracks we got to be better at road courses you know we need more short tracks we need to alternate markets we need to look at international markets like he everything he was saying was 1000 percent spot on on things nascar needs to do better now the question is is it going to work and then you look at today prime example you and i know this people are up in arms about it at a, at a mile and a half track or bigger the cars don't sound too loud do they sound loud hell yeah but they're not too loud when we're at a track that's under a mile and a half they're loud as shit you can't hear yourself think yeah so so going out there and testing this muffler is a good thing man because uh i remember years ago i sat down with uh man michael and clint and a bunch of people and they were all like it's too loud at the racetrack we need to quiet the cars down so you can talk to your kid beside of you or talk to your buddy and at that point, I didn't think the cars were too loud. Um, now I do. I think they're too dang loud, and we need to tone them down a little bit. Daytona, is it going to bother you? 100% no, because those cars are going to go by there at 180 miles an hour, and you ain't going to hear them again for 40 seconds. You can talk to your buddy. But when you're at Bristol, when you're at Dover, when you're at Richmond, they're ear-piercing loud. The, well, the first thing I noticed, I went, I think I called you about this that day. When we went to Charlotte to test last year, I said, I don't know what it is about these cars because the old cars used to scream, you know, and it was yeah. the exhaust that was on them. They would be loud as hell and screaming as, you you know. But there was just something about the pitch of them new cars. I'd call Brett, and I'm like, these things are stupid loud. I said, I don't know if they can change them now or, you know, they're going to change them. But, like, I was on the infield at Charlotte, and they were going by, and I was like, it's unbelievable how loud these cars are. I can't imagine what it's like when we get to Martinsville and Bristol, and when we got to when we get to when we got to the not the, so much the dirt race because the dirt race is kind of its own animal. They were kind of off throttle most of the time, but when we got to the 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 acid or the concrete race at Bristol, it was ridiculous. The Martinsville races were ridiculous, and I seen you know of course instantly Bob tweets out, "Oh, they're going to test mufflers and." Social media, NASCAR, Reddit, and and NASCAR Twitter goes absolutely insane. Oh my God! You know you can't put mufflers on these things. It's ridiculous. What a terrible idea! And I guarantee you, if they had never made that announcement and just went out there and put the mufflers on and tested, 
90% of the people that follow NASCAR and watch these races would have had no idea, no idea. that they were even had well, mufflers well, on there. I mean, TV, you can't hear how loud it no. is. You know what I mean? But here's the last thing that TJ texts me. He said, it's really nice in a group. It's still loud. You know it's a race car, but you can hear the person next to you. You can have a conversation. We've got another race at 1.30 here, which is, I think, in eight minutes our time. So the muffler thing, it sounds like, from TJ's perspective, and TJ's a genius. I don't know if he's well, told you that yet or not. Well, but he, he says it's say. good. I don't know if we should take his opinion on anything. I mean, it's probably a, if TJ says it's good, now I'm concerned. He's probably yeah. he's probably listening right now. Like now I'm now I'm worried. If TJ says it's good, it might be shit. Like I don't I'm scared now. Blaze like, said, "Is TJ not here because the Bills lost? He's afraid to." He he's, address he he asked to go to this test so that he didn't have to deal with the fact. Look, I showed up Giants hat and all after my guys got their asses beat on Saturday <laughs> night. The Bills sucked. And the Bills were terrible. The Giants sucked, too. The Giants, well, Giants were not supposed to be as good as the Bills. I don't Cowboys think. sucked. All right, that's not football. People are going to get mad. <laughs> People are going to get mad at us? Yeah. It's, a, it's not a football live show. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, but. Uh, speaking of West Coast and the Clash, a uh, fellow podcaster and big DBC fan, Connor Daly, said he's going to be there with a cold beer in the grand, in the stands. So. At, which, at the be- Clash? Yeah. Awesome. Tell him to come sit with us. We're at a spotter stand. So, uh, you know, he, we were just in the grandstands last year, so he can come yeah. hang out and sit down and hang out yeah. with the spotters for a little while. Is also, he from out there? Where is he from? No, he's from Indy, but his uh, girlfriend lives in L.A., so oh. he'll be out there. I Maybe see, he'll do some content for uh, Dirty Mo while he's I've there. I've seen them guys talking trash about some Dirty Mo Olympics or something. I don't think DBC would be the most uh, athletic uh, compete, com- I think, uh, competitors I think we'd in surprise you. I think, I think he'd be very surprised. There's a lot of things I can do well athletically. Name them. Snow ski, dance, ping pong. It's ping pong kind of athletic. We ain't athletic. skiing. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I'm skiing. You I'll, can ski. I'll, you, I'll represent. You handle the, the alpine events. <laughs> I'll represent DBC at the alpine events. Freddie, which events are you taking? I could do anything, man. If I, Beer pong. I would, yeah, anything that involves alcohol. <laughs> Would be good. You're gonna beat Denny in an alcohol competition. Denny, Oof. beer bong, beer pong. Ah, it depends, man. Denny would probably be hard to beat in an shotgun. Alcohol <laughs> shotgun, and there's a lot of good. Um, Dale Junior used to have like the alcohol Olympics. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking. We about. had in college. It was alcohol day. Uh, <laughs> that was a big thing. That would, we, used, we used to have bartender Olympics fraternities. Yeah, I'm. I'm I down. think I said I told Mike I was on here for the we're, what were we here for the soccer game, and I said we should do like a decathlon. It's five drinking events and five athletic <laughs> events, and I promise you, DBC will win. Yeah, because we're we can cover all bases. Yeah. They, them other guys might be a little more athletic, but they can't drink like we can. I promise you. <laughs> uh, speaking of. Um West Coast to Las Vegas, the ultimate experience. We're going back out there. Brett's going to be there, fly in special for uh, for the event, and probably stay the whole time in the suite. I am. I'm going to be there the whole time. It's going to be fun, man. Uh, the fans that came last year were super fun. What did we do, three events last year? Yeah. Two events. Three. Um, yeah, we did Charlotte and Bristol, so it's going to be fun, man. In Vegas, Destination City. And the cool thing is this just came about in the last week or so. The suite passes are now that we've got for these guys are going to give them roof access. And half the spotters on the spotter stand actually stand on the roof. Um, so you'll have literally spotter stand visibility, and you can take your cocktail up there and watch. Um, I I've, I would go to Las Vegas even if I didn't have to work. I'm glad. To, I think I actually made this excuse up. So I was going to say, go. I was concerned when we said you were going to be there the whole time if that might slow yeah. down ticket sales because people don't want to be that hungover. It, it, it might. I've already bought my ticket to the first Vegas race and second Vegas race. <laughs> I'm going there. I don't care what happens. So 
<laughs> Vegas is, there, is the best. Jason, is there anybody in the chat that is coming or has been to a Dirty Mo experience? Let's see. Let's ask him. Anybody been to either Vegas, Charlotte, or Bristol last year? And if not, this is your chance. We got limited tickets left. Mike Davis literally loses his voice at these things because he talks, <laughs> talks so the much. entire yeah. four hours of the race <laughs> to these people. And he leaves best friends with them. And uh, I guess I'll be joining it. But I, Mike Davis is going to do all three shots of fireball. Uh, yeah. Into stage one, into stage two, and wherever else we do that. Who's coming? Who's uh, Jason, you coming? I'm coming. Uh, me and producer Ben, bartender Ben, sorry. Bartender Ben. We'll be the representatives from uh, here. Try to be Alex, less coming? hungover. This uh, I think everybody's coming. Not this Vegas. time, though. you gotta, you got to bring the whole studio. Didn't get I the think invite. everybody should come. Tiff, the whole Dirty mode. we can take them all out on Mike's dime. It'll be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jeff's in the chat. He said he was at Charlotte and Bristol. I'm pretty, pretty sure he's coming to Vegas too, so excited about that. That's good. Um, but, yeah, the suite, y'all will do an appearance, be hang out all morning. Then people get to watch the race in the suite, headset, uh, swag bag. That's the fun part about it, too, the, food. the headset is you can talk trash about me and TJ spotting live because you're watching it happen and, and make us make bad calls. You can cheer for or against us. Most people cheer for me and against TJ, as usual. I, I personally think it's worth coming just to have a chance to win a signed Dell Jr. vodka bottle. Yeah. Are we giving those away again? I don't I know. think so. We're going to give something away. We're going to yeah. give it. We give, we gave, well, everybody it, wins something. Yeah, everybody like, like we, gets we, something. We give away 50 prizes and we got 50 people or whatever it is. So, no, everybody wins something. Just the giveaways alone were, were worth it. Yeah. Lisa yeah. was at Bristol. She's chiming in. But Bristol oh, I know was Lisa. a good time. Lisa. Lisa's a friend of mine. She brought me a bunch of bourbon one time to Bristol. That's all. You, note to everybody out there: all you have to do to be, be Brett's friend is bring him bourbon, and he will be your best friend. I, I love bourbon, but now I'm getting into tequila. I'm going crazy in this tequila Every collection. Day, it used, I used to get texts from Brett: "You got to go over here. They got a bottle of this bourbon. They got a bottle of this." Now it's Clase Azul. There's a bottle over here. I know. Ultra rare. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. If I'm going to buy a bottle of tequila, I'm going to drink it more than likely. I'm going to drink it. We're going to drink you this. You are not going to drink it. A thousand percent, I'm going to drink it. I've seen the wall in your room. That's the bourbons. I, I don't drink the bourbons unless I get another bourbon like it. It's tequila. What am I got to do with this tequila? I don't know. That's what I was concerned about. I thought you were going to build a tequila room. Well, bourbon goes up in value. Tequila doesn't really do that. So do we just drink that one? We're going to drink it. All right, I'm going to come over Yeah. after the show. Yeah. What um? What do you think, Freddie? I'm going to put you on spot. A lot of driver, a lot of crew chief movement in the garage. Like, Give me two teams that you think are making big step up with the changes they made, because I got two in mind, and I'll go first to oh, help you. You go first, because I got so think so. I feel out. like two teams that have made big step ups in the off season. First and foremost, this may surprise you: forty eight car. I think getting Blake Harris over to Hendrick Motorsports, pairing him with Alex Bowman, is going to be a doozy. I think when those two a guys doozy. start, yeah, I think when they start clicking, they're going to be freaking hot. I'll, I'll tell you my other one: big big change from Ty Dillon to Noah Gregson, and he's taking Luke Lambert with him. So you're taking guys that won races together, junior motorsports. I think that's the two biggest teams that have made big step-ups. I think when you look at them, and obviously the 48 made a playoff last year, I think the other team, the 40 what's, – what's that car number? 42? Two. I think they had one top ten, right? So when you look at which teams do I think are going to get big step-up based on personnel changes – those are two that come to mind for me. Yeah, and I think that on top of – and I agree with you. I think Blake Harris is one of the next guys. You know what I mean? Like you saw what he did with that 34 car last year. Big, big we time. We saw like Rodney come in a couple years ago. We seen Cliff come in at the five. Like you see the guys come through the ranks a little bit and then they jump in the right opportunity and kind of take off. And 
you know, I think that's the next guy potentially that could be put in that right position now. He's got he's got everything he needs. He's at the, he's at the top team in the sport potentially, you know. I saw your tweet the other day about Penske Racing, but um, you know, so I think that 48 team, but on top of the crew chief change, listen, it's time for Alex to step up. You know what I mean? And and I think he knows that like the writings on the wall that these guys are going out and performing and I'm I'm not performing as well over here. Uh, so that's one big thing, and I agree with you on the 42 car. Obviously, I think they take a they take a giant step forward. Um, I'm not I can't think of anybody else that's really made changes to combat it with with different teams. But yeah, for sure the 42 is going to perform like you said better than one top 10. I would think Noah. I love Noah. Um, he has to do a little better job of making it to the end of races in the Cup Series. You know, obviously he he showed flashes of speed last year. I, we raced around him a good bit. And that was running, you know, 12 to 15, 20. And, and you see him make mistakes in traffic and get the, you know, get in the fence and do damage or, or make a mistake on pit road. So, you know, to get those top tens, you know how hard it is. Like, you, you've got to be flawless all day long because you're beating, you know, 20 of the best teams out there to get that top 10. So, uh, Noah's got it like on the driver's side of those things. Alex definitely has to step it up. I think this is, you know, potentially, I'm not sure what his contract details are. This could be a contract year for him, I think. So, if he's trying to get re signed and stay in that 48 car, he's got to have a big year. And then Noah just kind of has to clean some stuff up and, and make sure he's there at the end of these races to put himself in position to get these better finishes. And you can in this car if you're around at the end. Yeah. I mean, it was, the parody is unreal, the pit stops are unreal. But I'll I say this. There's two sponsors, two teams in this garage that it doesn't matter who the driver is. And one of them you're going to think I'm crazy. The Penzol car, that that sponsorship ain't leaving Roger Penske. With the, the B2B that he has with all his dealerships, that sponsorship exists whether Joy Logano leaves tomorrow or not. It's going to stay right there. Same thing with Ally Financial. That's essentially the new GMAC, which Rick had forever, even when Ricky was driving. And if Alex Bowman leaves, I promise you they're going to say, Rick, pick your next guy. They're happy because there's a lot of B2B things that go on behind the scenes with those two, two teams and sponsors. We yeah. got a lot of DBZ fans in the chat. Chris said his favorite episode ever was after Clint won, and Brett had an Uber to the studio, and then we called Clint. He was on his way to Twin Peaks. <laughs> Classic. Oh. I ain't lie to you. I was hurting. Um, a couple of, hell every time. Thank God we didn't win a lot. The best fight, because <laughs> when we won, we almost died. The best fight Megan and I ever had was we were leaving Martinsville, and I drive to I drive to Martinsville all the time, and Megan usually goes with me. And I was like, I'm gonna go home because there's no way I can drive to Clint's and survive driving home from Clint's. So I said I'm gonna drive home and then figure out a way to go back to Clint's. Because you guys were going to be at the racetrack for a while, so I had time to do both. Yeah. And I got home and got into a fight with Megan about going back because she didn't want to go. And She's it, always team fun. What knew, do you mean? Knew it was knew it was going to be a disaster. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I'll just go out with them guys next week. And that was the best decision that I've ever made in my life because you guys looked like you died the next day. My favorite Clint win. We won. Um, I got fired from RCR, and I went to spot for Clint for the playoffs. And it was uh, the year Brad Keselowski won a championship. We finished second to him in the championship standings. But we won the fall race at Charlotte. And we went back to his motorhome. And I'm telling you, we partied till the sun came up. He blew the transmission out of his big Peterbilt rig that he had in there. And I wake up going down the road in a motorhome. And I'm in the bed. I'm, I'm in legitimately in the bed. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm in a motorhome. I don't know whose motorhome this is. I don't know where I'm going. I'm praying to God I ain't going to the next race. <laughs> so I get up and I walk to the front and I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, 
that's Trucker. Guy's named Gary Hunt. He drove for Greg Bill forever. And I go, Trucker. He hollers, oh, shit. I'm like, where are you going? He's like, I'm taking your truck ass to Food Line in Denver, North Carolina, and dropping you off. I've already called your house and got somebody to meet me. I'm telling you right now, that's, I literally woke up. I was like, oh, I'm on a bus going down the road. Like, what yeah, yeah. What, what happened? We, My favorite, you can go, when you're done listening and watching this, you can go YouTube this clip. My favorite Boyer win is the Charlotte fall race, right? It was the fall race. It wasn't yeah. the 600. Yeah. Uh, Clint wins the race, five-hour energy car. He's doing a victory lane interview. And right in the background of the victory lane interview is this idiot and Pops just chugging beers <laughs> right over his shoulder. So what happened was – so what happened was – You didn't know he was on camera. No. There was a freaking national camera set up – I'm sorry, a local TV camera set up shooting Clint doing an interview. And I grabbed Pops. I'm like, we got to move. We're going to be in this guy's shot. What I didn't see was the other camera, and it was dead on me and Pops, and it was Speed back then, the Speed Network, which I missed early. And we're, I'll, I'll tweet the video out because I've got it on my phone. And Pops outruns the shit out of me chugging I mean, beer. not even close. That old man killed me. Uh, we got another Michelle brought up a really good memory. is after Clint had a stop-and-go penalty, at, I don't know what race, and Brett told the story where he was just yelling at Clint, stop-and-go, stop-and-go, stop-and-go. <laughs> yeah, that. there's a lot of them moments. Clint, um... I don't know if y'all know this, but Clint doesn't listen that well. His ADD is always on high gear. <laughs> uh, Rich asked about our DBC picks dinner. Did Casey end up buying us dinner and taking us out? We split it four ways. We pulled out four credit cards. TJ wouldn't go because he was scared he might get sick because he was going on a cruise or something. <laughs> um, Jason, you got out for free, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I went to the bathroom while you were paying. Good job, Jason. You're the only smart one in that. Yeah. The steak was the size of, I don't know, that. Dick Pitt sign behind Freddie. The what? You can't say that <laughs> sentence. Thank God Tiffany is out here, not in there with you, because <laughs> she would choke you right now. He wanted a bone in ribeye. <laughs> yeah, the the words that he just put together. <laughs> he got a bone like, in. Ribeye. I don't think you should ever put those four words in the same sentence. A bone in ribeye as big as Dick Pitt. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, He's not lying. He it is was a big not the, the, My favorite part of that night was. So, <laughs> me and Brett had just gone to Epic probably a month before that, and uh, we went with a, a friend of Brett's, Russell, his fan, his wife, and, and a bunch of friends of ours. And first of all, <laughs> Brett and Russell are sitting at the table and they're deciding what they want to eat. And Brett says, "Well, Russell's one of them said this twenty-two ounce steak is way too big. I'm, I can't get that." So then Brett comes up with the idea that him and Russell should split the forty-eight ounce steak, and that's a good idea. And I said, I don't know if you idiots realize this, but half a 48 is more than 22. So I don't know what happened there. But he meant, Brett meant, Brett claims he meant like five of us should share it. So it was a little bit less on the ounces. But I remember they cooked it, sliced it, brought it to the table. So Brett, this time we, that's what we did this time. We split up the steak because <laughs> nobody was super hungry. And uh, Brett says, will you please cut it and slice, you know, cook it and slice it back there. And the guy says, no, we don't do that. And Brett says, well, we just did it last week. And the guy says, no, we don't do that. <laughs> and Brett says, no, I'm, I'm telling you, we just did this last week. And he, no, that, no, we don't, I don't know, something, you must have got a really nice server or something. So now the guy's admitting that he's not a nice server. Um, but we don't, so <laughs> Brett goes, all right, whatever, just bring it out here, we'll cut it. So Brett is, what, Jason, two slices into cutting this thing? Yeah. And he's beat red and telling the guy, there's no fucking way I did this the last time. You, just somebody else. So, and so then the worst possible thing happens. The guy goes in the back, comes out, and says, 
um, sir, you you're right. They would have done. I'm like, please <laughs> don't, say don't that. tell him he's don't right. And I, even if he is, keep it to yourself. So then I had to listen to how Brett was right, which I knew Brett was right because we had just done it. But it was funny to watch Brett struggle and just curse the poor waiter. He didn't curse him out, but he said, "I know I didn't just do this two weeks ago." It was hysterical. And our friend Tyler Reddick joined. That was right after the Christmas show, so everyone had consumed at least four fireballs, maybe on the show. Yeah, more than that. TJ was putting them down too. TJ actually drank. Yeah, it was crazy. That's the first time he's ever been fun on here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, our big fan Lala said she's in a store out in public listening to the show right now and laughing out loud. Oh, probably God. getting some weird looks. Don't fall out of her wheelchair, turn, please. Turn your volume down. Yeah, please don't fall out of your wheelchair. <laughs> we'll see Lala. I guess I'm. You won't see Lala. Are you going to tell? Oh yeah, you probably go to tell. No, oh, no, that's not on you. No, we got baseball weekend. That's that's pitching forge. I'll Are you a, doing that on the weekend? Yeah, I personally say that's got to be a weekday tournament, and it's, nobody listens to me. Pigeon Forge will be where I'm at Talladega weekend, but I'll be watching the race. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> people are asking where some all their ultimate experiences should be this year so we're definitely doing vegas i assume we'll do bristol again because bristol is a big hit some people saying martinsville talladega yeah we're looking at a few different ones uh michigan actually was on the radar um i think it'd be cool to go up in that part of the country and do one i, I love that part of the country we were looking at Talladega. We're looking at a few of them. We're gonna we're gonna start locking them in soon. But man, it's hard this time of year when we're uh, all so busy. All your efforts on the first big thing, and for us as race teams, it's Daytona. Realistically, I realize the clash is coming, but Daytona is where the focus is. And then, and obviously for us with this, it's the Las Vegas piece, man. So um, when we put up, the, we put these things up, man. Jump on board because we we may never go back there. You know, maybe yeah. our last time in Vegas is time. Never know. And like when they jump, when they get on there, you better get on fast because a lot of times, what did Bristol sell out in last year? Oh, About two hours, yeah. if that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. So. And, and the good news is, like at Vegas, we got a lot bigger suite this year. Still going to be the same experience, but we got more seats and more people yeah. come. So, and that's because people want to come. So yeah. excited about it. If you want more uh, details and buy your tickets, dirtymomedia.com slash ultimate experience. Go see what we got going on. And I think Vegas. It was our first time in Vegas last year. Had a blast, thanks to Drew Herring and Freddie. <laughs> and I highly recommend people go to Vegas. You know, have fun Friday, Saturday, get to the track Sunday. Oh, oh man, I forgot about that. We'll have to d- show Ben the – he'll be his first time in Vegas, so we'll have to yeah. – I'm going to show him the ropes this time. Well, I don't have to work the next day, so one of y'all is going to puke. Is there a Katy morning. Perry concert? Uh, I thought Jason was going to puke. I, we were getting pretty close. I knew Alex was fine. Alex was fine the whole time. He mm-hmm. was even smart enough to go to bed. Alex but, looked rough. One like, of these, well, Alex looked no, rough. The next day I was days, rough. Though. Yeah, but Jason yeah. was not well. Jason was still drunk. I don't know if, if Mike <laughs> knew that the whole time, but Jason was still drunk when I saw him the next day. Yeah, it was hard to post anything because I'm like, I can't really think of any ideas right now. Jason, have you thought of the next shirt you're going to buy for Vegas? And not black. I'm not doing not all black, black this year. No Johnny Cash this nope. year. <laughs> Do you I even call, know a Johnny Cash song? Um, Probably. There's a movie. I mean, you didn't watch the Johnny Cash movie? At I don't least? think so. Oh, my God. You mean it's like not bro country? These, I see all these kids <laughs> walking around with these Nirvana shirts on. I'm like, you can't wear that. You're not qualified <laughs> to wear a Nirvana shirt if you can't sing a Nirvana song. Yeah, but you don't know. They might know them. Some of your, I mean, your kids probably know Nirvana, yeah, though. I don't. Teen Spirit. I mean, probably. your your Bodie's favorite song is like uh, ACDC. Yeah, but yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He he he's well. He rides with me all the time. <laughs> He gets uh, listen to the good music. Gray in the chat asked if the suite is indoor and outdoor. Well, this is the first one where you could sit in the suite and then go up to the roof and yeah. check out the racing. This will be the from first there. one like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Which will be awesome, just being able to go back and forth during. I'll the race. tell you something, man. It um, 
I love going to sporting events and sitting outside, but when it's hot as hell or it's oh. raining or it's loud or whatever, um, it's it's unlimited food and beverage in these suites. Like you can get spoiled real fast. And let me tell you something: Vegas will have some weather. It might be a hundred degrees. It might be three degrees. Or there windy. might be a sandstorm. There could be a snowstorm. Like you don't know what's gonna happen out there. So you would like to be indoors, probably most of it. But if it's a nice day, you definitely have the option to come up there and stand next to us. There's there's two spotter stands. There's a spotter stand, and then there's the roof stand. Uh, the spotter stands will be spotters only. I don't. I usually stand up on that one. Um, but I mean, I'll come down and say hi to whoever's in the suite or from the suite. <laughs> Um, but there's a, there's a number of guys that stand because where the fans are is actually the old spotter stand. Yeah, they built us a new one, but where the fans are is where we used to stand all the time to watch it. So you know it's a great view. I just had a great idea. What if I bring you a fireball during stage break? You might need it. It will depend on where we're running <laughs> and where direction. I've, I've seen you need one before during a race. I will. I will need to know where we are running at that point and what direction that cameras are yeah. pointed in. Yeah. So. Well, I can't wait, man. It uh, it's been fun catching up with y'all, Jason. We got anything else we need to talk about? I'm hungry. Yeah, I think it's you can go get some bojangles. I want some bojangles, a uh, Cajun fillet biscuit. That sounds good to me right now. But yeah. look, man, I'm ready to get started. I'm ready to watch some racing. Um, it's here. It's upon us. It is. There's a lot of people that have a lot of things they got to prove this year, and a lot of race cars. And I think that's going to be important. I mean, I looked at the Clash last year, which I was honored to to come back and and work at that facility. Like that Coliseum is so much history, and I was so excited about it. And then we got in there, and we raced like a bunch of idiots. I mean, we legitimately raced like a bunch of assholes. If somebody bumped you the next corner, they just take them completely out. And and Larson, I'm still mad Larson took Justin Haley out for no reason because we got hit from behind by William Byron. But, like, you talk about a a give-and-take race, that was the opposite of that. And I hope this year, given that the fact that these guys know about these concussions and that they know the car is different, we don't know what's going to do when it wrecks. I know we, we want it to be safer, but I'm curious to see if we go to the L.A. Clash and we actually race like we've got some sense because last year we didn't. No, and I got news for you. We, we ain't gonna do we're it again. Probably not gonna do it again. <laughs> you know, and it's just. I know, remember uh, Cindric and Bubba being in this big fuss, <laughs> and and Doug, who spots for Cindric, is one of mine and Freddie's best friends. And and during the middle of this, they're wrecking the shit out of each other. I'm telling you, like Cindric will go down here and he'd wreck Bubba. Bubba go back down and he'd wreck Cindric. I looked at Freddie. I was like, "You think now's a good time to ask Doug if he wants to go with us to Myrtle Beach?" <laughs> <laughs> And meanwhile, Freddie would elbow me. He'd be like, watch this. Bubba's mad again. (laughs) I would literally say, Brett, watch this. (laughs) And then we would look at Doug and see how mad he would get. He would be sitting like two rows in front of us. And I'd go, Brett, watch this. And I could see Bubba just line him up. I'd go, oh, boy. Boom, he'd blow him off the racetrack. And Doug's hands would be flying. And I was like, "Ah, sorry about that. Oh, oh so you yeah. think it's gonna be another shit show? I, you know, I, I think it. I think it's, and a lot of that, like you know, the Larson deal, you're reacting to something that you don't really know what happened. Yeah. You know, it's on. It's a lot of it. My, is probably should be on the spotters to to try to relay right away. Some spotters hey, that, don't watch the race. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> or they watch it through binoculars at a half mile or quarter mile, whatever the hell that thing is. Uh, but you know. Um, the, the, relay the information like, hey, hey, that's not the guy that wrecked you. It was actually three rows back. Because you can do anything you want on a restart there. Totally. You, you could wipe out the next four rows in front of you if you really want to. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, Ross Chastain may just wall ride the whole just race. Just go the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just send it. 
Oh, well, uh, Ross Chastain wins by eight laps in a 20-lap race. I've been all over the place, and whether it's on vacation with family or I run on vacation with some guys that run like dirt, uh, like that's all anybody talks about from the season is Ross Chastain riding the wall. It's the craziest thing. You should have seen it. I'm like, I was there. I saw it live. <laughs> um, but you know, it's 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 that's all anybody wants to talk about from outside of the the inner workings of our sport. Yeah. So I mean, it was. It, hopefully, it never happens again. You're of a, a different opinion on that, I think. But they're gonna make a rule where it can't. Well, I mean, yeah, O'Donnell pretty much said it. I, I just don't know what the rule would look like, but you it, can't uh, do it. We'll black flag you your D, D, DNF yeah. or whatever. Yeah, anyway, well, we look forward to DBC coming back. I'm excited about it. You know, we uh, don't have contracts yet, so now's probably a good time for us to say yes. that. Mike, you can come down here. If we you can get us a big raise because we're Mike already. Mike likes to do his negotiating live. He says we can come yeah. down here. We got a seat left. We're so. promoting this deal. <laughs> we're promoting this deal, and we don't even have contracts yet. So I feel like Tom Brady uh, to some degree, but not really. Your offensive uh, line's letting you down. No, you're not quite Tom Brady. Not not, not with what he oh, had going but, on. But we love you guys. Love y'all listening. And I'm, look, man, my favorite thing about Twitter is when you guys tweet me back unless you're an asshole and I have to block you. So love y'all. We'll have a show soon. Yeah. We will see February you guys. 6th, DBC. February 6th. Freddie will be fresh off the airplane. Yeah, probably. Like, that's going to be the thing. Like, I'll just figure it out. Like, if – it's if I get back at nine o'clock, I'll just come here and do the show, <laughs> like and not go to sleep. That's easier than going to sleep for two hours. Yeah. And you can fly on TJ's jet. No, I'm good on that. He's got that, his own. That didn't work out so good for the last couple guys that tried that that jet that he gets on. <laughs> and they they got banished. So um, I'm going to stick to my own JGR flight. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see you guys soon. It's awesome to catch up. I haven't seen Brett in a couple weeks, so that's not so awesome. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back soon and. Uh, probably go try to drink some tequila now, I guess. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> we can go now. <laughs> All right, see you guys later. See y'all. Holla. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.